Hey guys, hey guys, how are you doing today? Welcome back, welcome back with your host, Angela Bless, and you're tuning into Real Talk with Angela Bless. You can catch me every Tuesdays and Thursdays on all platforms, guys. Uh, sometimes, like I tell you guys, um, if I don't have guests that I can bring on the show or I, I'm doing something, I would definitely do topics, which is very much needed. Uh, for you guys that don't know, the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month which we should be worrying about, not worried about, we should be dealing with mental health awareness all year long because it's just so much in the atmosphere. So much goes on with the teens and young adults and not only young adults, the, the older people and people in, in, in the um, pro that play pro sports also. So it's a much needed topic that needs to be talked about and that needs to be addressed. And definitely we need some spiritual healing within ourselves also. You know, I am... I am an overcomer of depression, anxiety, and um, suicide thoughts for a very long time because of the stuff that I went through in life that I didn't know that I was able to communicate my emotions and what I was going through in life because growing up, I was told not to say anything or just keep your mouth closed or children should be seen and not heard, that type of mess. So that became that, that I had a lot of issues growing up. And it affected my relationships, affected my relationship only, you know, my children's fathers and um, my relationship in schools and so forth. And it played a big part in my education also. You know, mental illness is a disease. It's a spirit also that, that comes to wreak havoc until on, on, on other people, on people's minds. It only comes out to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what it comes out to do. It, it cares about anyone. You know, but we you definitely can beat this disease. And I'm gonna read you um a passage from um Joyce Meyer overcoming depression. I'm just gonna read your shorts. Oh, I'm sorry guys. So our topic is overcoming um depression. Um depression is very real. It can cause us to feel as isolated, alone, hopeless, like everything around us is falling apart. Satan uses depression to steal a person's spiritual power and freedom. He seeks to fill our minds with darkness and gloom and bring us down emotionally. However, God wants to help us live free from depression. He wants to fill us with his joy, hope, and expectation of good things for our lives. An important part of battling depression is winning the war over our feelings and not only that, other people's souls and your soul. We will always have feelings. They will never go away. However, we can make our feelings line up with our decision. Our decision. When um, when depression attacks, what we feel like doing is giving up. However, the way we respond to depression makes all the difference. First um, Peter five and eight and nine says, chapter five verses eight and nine says, to resist the devil at his onset. It's so important to resist the feeling of depression immediately because the longer we allow it to remain, the harder it is to resist. And that is true. It's just like in you know you guys hear me talk about trees all the time it's just like a, a, a root growing in the ground under the foundation of your home and if you don't tend to the root the roots get all out of control and it can actually grow under your homes and and, and choke delivering daylights out of your your plumbing issues and not only that the foundation the structure of your home so you definitely want to deal with anything that is not of god right away Man, depression is a a, a a spirit, a very strong spirit, but God is even stronger. So we, I want to hit on teen depression and what to look out for with that. Because, man, it, it, it's crazy because on our platform, we hit on um, mental illness awareness 
you know, and, and me Googling and making sure that I have the correct results and, you know, certain stuff is telling the truth and it's really coming out of the artist's mouth or even out of the uh, pro player's mouth or even, you know, any other person that has to deal with this um, disease that they're telling the truth. So on our platforms, we share it, people's stories about how they overcame, how they dealt with depression and so forth. But it's sad because it's a lot of people that have to pull away from sports and so forth because of what's going on in their minds, their hearts, because they're not getting the right medical help that they need. They're not telling them it's okay not to be, you know, do the best you can, but it's okay if you fail. You know, a lot of them are not taught that. A lot of them are always taught to push, to push, to win, to win, to win, and been put on a pedestal, and they feel like they have to do their best, and they feel like if they don't do their best, they have let everybody's down. down. But you got to remember, you have to take care of self first. If you do not take care of yourself, and, and, and you, you brittle up and, and, and pass away, it's, they're going to just put somebody else in your place. But make sure you take care of your mind, your body, and soul all the way around. Teen depression is a serious mental health problem that causes... Um, sadness and loss of interest in activities. It affects how your teenager, teenager, if you have a child or any other teenager, thinks, feels, and behaves. And it can cause emotional, functional, and physical problems. Although depression can occur at any time in life, symptoms may be different between teens and adults. And that is true. Because I think youth, uh, children deal with a lot more too when it, when it comes to being growing up to being an adult. I'm not saying that adults don't deal with a lot, but I, youth is just so much, especially when you're in school and you're dealing with peer pressure and so forth and something like that. Um, issues such as peer pressure, like I said, academic expectations and changing bodies can bring a lot of ups and downs for teens. But for some teens, the lows are more than just temporary feelings. They're symptoms of depression. Teen depression isn't a weakness or something that can be overcome with willow pills and so forth it can have serious consequences and requires long-term treatment in most cases for most teen depression symptoms ease with treatment such as medication um god with god help and some people do have to use medication but the tricky part about that and don't quote me in our own what i have seen that people that do get off those medicine um it's hard for them you know, it's very, not everyone, it's hard for them. And some people have to take medicine for the rest of life in order for them to cope with the reality of this world. You know, some people have to eat right or exercise. Those are another things that can deal, help you deal with depression. Because depression is just a, a step away from having suicide thoughts and so forth. And we don't want that. We, we don't lost so many people in the law enforcement, in the, um, in the army and, you know, pro sports and in our youth and so forth. For allow it to even get that far but in that case some people have family members that loves them that talks to them but they still feel like that is the only way out and it's sad you know symptoms teen depression signs and symptoms include a change from the teenager's previous attitude and behavior that can cause significant distress and problems at school or home and social activities or in other areas of life depression symptoms can vary vary but changes in young teens emotions and behavior may include um, the examples they have below, right? We have below, right here. Emotional changes. Be alert for emotional changes such as, and sometimes you know when a teen, it, it, sometimes when a person, when a child transition from elementary school to middle school, and sometime in high school, that's their way of trying to find who they are. They're looking for their identity, and and, and it, if they don't find their identity, they'll take on the form of somebody else you ever heard of ship shapers they take on the form of other people they're not real but they're counterfeits <laughs> you know 
something like that in that form but feelings of sadness which can include crying spells for no appropriate reason emotional changes frustration of feelings or anger even over small matters feeling hopelessness or empty uh annoyed and uh, irritated and annoyed mood loss of interest or, or pleasure in the usual activities loss of interest in or conflict with family and friends loss low, low self-esteem feeling worthlessness or guilt uh fixation on past failures or uh self-blame or self-criticism and with the self-blame i can i can um relate to that because the stuff that happened to me that was out of my control I began to blame myself and I thought it was my fault. I thought I had a bullseye on my hand that was calling these uh, calling these predators out to molest me and to hurt me, which I it took me a while to realize it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault at all. You know, it was the enemy agenda to lure you that way so that he can deter you off your path and cause you not to go through the proper healing and deliverance that you need. You know, I, I was just four and six years old going through all the issues of life had no one to talk to and you hear me talk about this on my podcast because i want any child or any parent that's listening to this you know your child needs to heal before they get to a certain age because you don't want that five six seven eight nine ten year old child crying out from an inside of a 29 year old 30 year old 40 year old 50 year old 60 year old or even a 70 year old you know we need our youth healed and it don't matter the ethnic background the gender we need our youth healed right away uh, trouble thinking making decisions and remembering things ongoing sense that life and future are grim and bleak and frequently uh, thoughts of death or dying and suicide and i was on that path i didn't care i was age 16 and drinking i was drinking i would have people buy me alcohol and i would drink my sorrows away because it felt good at that moment and once once it came back the next day i had to figure out how would i numb that pain because everyone around me was thinking i'm crazy or i was an alcoholic which i was an alcoholic but the inside my my inside my indwell was yelling out heal me help me here i am um do anyone see me hello i'm over here and then we talk about behavioral changes watch changes in behavior such as tiredness or loss of energy insomnia or sleeping too much changes in the appetite decreased appetite and weight loss increased cravings for food and weight gain use of alcohol drugs um, pacing handwriting or initially to sit still slow thinking speaking or body movements frankly uh, frequently complaints of unexplained body aches and headaches which may include frequent visits to the school nurse social isolated isolation poor school performance or frequent absence from school Less attention to personal hygiene or appearance, angry outbursts uh, or risky behavior or acting out behavior, self-harm, for example, cutting or burning and making suicide plan or a suicide attempt. And we definitely need to cut it out at its root and dig it up right away when we see those things. We can't say children would be children or boys would be boys or girls would be boys. No, we have to deal with it right away right when it's going on and for instance you know me when i was in a um domestic violent relationship two years ago it was about two years ago it happened like a little bit look right when covid happened um i was in a domestic violent relationship it got bad after the fourth fourth and fifth years because at that time he didn't care anymore he went full-blown beating me in front of the kids thumping me 
I know this might sound um, harsh, but I just want to be truthful. And so I didn't know it affected my children. I tried to hide it from my kids, but my kids know. Kids know. They pick up on things. They're a part of your soul. They're a part of you. Or even the ones that adopt the kids, the kids know. Youth knows. Teens know. And so it affected my boys. I had boys, guys, in the house why this was happening. And and I, one of my sons, I went through a whole four years with his rage and anger. And so far, not knowing where it came from until the last year, and I realized, oh, my God, it was because I was in this massive violent relationship, and he saw this. And whatever regurgitated out of that man's mouth, anger, rage, it bounced off of me because it didn't really affect me until he put his hands on me, and it, it, it jumped on my children. You know, I had to pray and seek God, and, you know, I thank God for the whole school staff. Listen to me, the whole school staff in the Hillsborough County I appreciate you guys so much. And maybe it was one or two uh, teachers that racially profiled him. Seriously, oh, he's just bad. He looks bad. Oh, my God. How does a child look bad? <laughs> he was going through something. She didn't care what I was saying out of my mouth. She just looked bad. Uh, she was down at the uh, juvenile detention, not detention, juvenile office in um, downtown area. But anyway, that's another story. We're going to talk about that because I know the public defender and so forth and know the state attorney and so but we're going to talk about that later. But we're talking about saving youth lives and their souls because there's so much put on them. And they don't realize when they get out of high school what type of life they're stepping into after this. And they're not fully fully equipped with what they need in, 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 this, in this world. They're going to fail or they're going to come back home and just sit on the couch and never leave. You know, it's okay to help our youth out. It's okay to help them out, but it's not okay to be to disable them. It's not okay for them to solely depend on you. It's not okay for that. It's not. Uh, what is normal and what's not. It can be difficult to tell the difference between ups and downs that are just part of being teenager and teen depression. Talk with your teen. Try to determine whether he or she seems capable of managing the challenging feelings or if life, if life seems to overwhelm them. Um... Suicide is often associated with depression. If you think you may hurt yourself or attempt suicide, call 911 on your or your local emergency number immediately. Also consider this options if you're having suicide thoughts. Call your mental health professional. Call Suicide Hotline in the U.S. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. Or use the um, web chat on um, superprovisiononline.org/chat, or, or contact a crisis service for teens. Call TXT for help. You know, it is very important that we get the, the right help that our teens need. Get them out the door. Let them exercise. Let them go paint. Let them write in their journals. But they need to be active in order for this type of disease, this disease to be you know, to be healed, honestly, to be removed out of them. It's, it's a dark place to be in. It's isolation is no place for someone that's going through these thoughts in their minds to be alone. You know, even if a person has pride, you know, we have to still seek and try to help them. I know a lot of people like, you can't force them if you don't want to, if they don't want to. Yeah, I understand that, but it's so much more that we can do as a community, as a whole. You know, depression, again, I say it has no color. It has no agenda. It don't care who it takes out anywhere, nowhere. And I'm going to agree um, just a short. It's just a, uh, a selfish disease. 
We can't control all of our circumstances and we will never be completely free from experience pain or disappointment. But we don't have to let what happens today ruin tomorrow. We have a choice. We can actually turn things around by making a decision to let go of the situation that caused discouragement and depression and move towards the good things God has planned for our future. Depression doesn't have to rule your life. No matter what you're going through, God is ready and willing to help you take your pain and turn it to, turn it to something great. You hear that? There's help out there. And whatever situation you may be facing right now with mental health issues or depression or you're in a dark place and you don't want to talk to anyone, I, I speak to you right now, you get out. You go out and get some sunlight. You let some sunlight into your house, into your room. You go go talk to somebody. I don't care who it, the right people. If you have to seek professional help, go seek professional help. If you have to talk to your pastor, your apostle, please make an appointment and do so. Let them know it's an emergency. I, I'm in I'm ha, I'm in dying need of someone touching an agreement with me that I will come up out of this. I will I recover all. I will be like the caterpillar that turns into a butterfly. You are amazing. You are magnificent. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're not a loser. You're not whatever they call you. You are wonderful. You are wonderfully made. Like he says in the Bible, you are amazing. You can beat this. You will beat this. You've been through so many things, many things way worse than this. You can overcome this. You will. Get up out your sit back. Pick up your bed and walk with it. God will make a way out of nowhere for you. He says it so. He will not leave you nor forsake you. He says that in his word. And for any parent that has dealt with their children harming themselves, that has dealt with their children not opening up to them, it's okay. Your child needs to speak to someone else. It's not that they don't trust you. They probably feel more comfortable opening up to somebody else. It could be your aunt, your your sister, your brother. They're not going to judge you. Don't judge them. But allow them to speak to the right people. No one that will take advantage of them. So they can get that toxic out of them. The one thing how I dealt with um, depression and suicide, um, I wrote. I used to write, but that was only temporary for me. I drunk. I got drunk. And before all that happened, I wrote and I ran track because sports took my mind away from it until I got to the finish line. And then when I got back to the finish line, it's like all the issues just came back. Like I was running from my, my life. I was running from my issues of life. I was running from what I was supposed to meet head up. And I tell you, when I met, when I had to face that head up, it was amazing. It, it, to deal with stuff sober from a sober mind, you know, it, it was times that like just past recently after Thanksgiving, I got in the, the accident I had. I lost, again, my, you know, I was without income for about six months. It was just one thing I had to go to the, it was one thing I can talk about accident, but it was one thing after another with my body, you know, um, you know, and so forth. And I, I, I listen to me, I, I almost slipped into a dark moment. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what was going on. I had all these projects that needs to be done, financially done. And I'm like, God, what is you doing? What's what's going on? I, I need this right now. Why have you forgotten about me? Have you loved me? And every person door I knocked on the door was closed. Every person that I asked for help, 
that would say that would be there for me. They, they, they turned their back or either they had hidden agendas. And I'm like, God, what's the use? And then I had to come back in reality because deep down those the spirits, the dark spirits start talking to me, just drink it, it'll go away. No, I would not. I would deal with this head up and take it one day at a time. And that's what I've been doing, taking one thing at a time and still going on with the progress and, and, and production that he had called me to do. He did it before and he would do it again. You guys are amazing. You are blessed. You are beautiful. You are handsome. You are just one of a kind. Don't allow this disease, this demonic thing, take you out. Help is out there. Help is out there. If you did not hear me when I said, I hope I didn't believe, um, I hit it. If you did not hear what I, oh, I'm fooled by me. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you did not hear what I said, I'm going to give you the number gay. Okay. Uh, if you or anyone you know is dealing with suicide thoughts, call the suicide hotline in the USA. Call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-TALK. Or 1-800-273-8255. Do that. And for the teens, if you don't want to do that, you can use the web chat on suicidepreventionlifeline.org slash chat. Or contact the crisis service for teens called txt for help Text the word SAFE and your current location to 4 help at 44357 for immediate help with the option of um, a texting if you want to. Again, you are loved. You are wonderfully made. You are one of kind. And you've been set apart for a time as this. I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Share, guys. Share. This is how um, they monetize me. This is how I do get paid. Um, share. Word of mouth. You can follow me. You don't have to follow me because I do post a lot. Or just come on my page and like some stuff at Angie. Instagram at Angie7102. Or Alan Job Talk because we have a sports podcast, Job Talk 7102. We have that every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time uh, where we interview pro sports. We do topics on that also, uh, so forth. So we want to keep you guys, we want to be consistent with our um, with our podcast and our talking and so forth. But guys, I love you guys. You are amazing. Continue to do what you've been sent on this earth to do. And don't you dare die with your talents. Take your talents to the grave with you. You, you use every last one of those talents every and just leave a positive blueprint of yourself in this world i love you guys this is angela bliss and i approve this message